Hello, I'm Enda Coyle Green. Welcome to the Fingal Poetry Festival podcast. Episode 3, Leon Schifflin. In these podcasts, in 10 minutes or less, you will be guided through a poem and pulled into the heart and mind of the poet. In this episode, Leontje Flynn brings us back to analogue days of cassette tapes and first gloves in South Down. My name is Leontje Flynn and I am a poet from Northern Ireland. Field of yellow flowers with aeroplane and standing figure. Home for Gavin turning 40. Your pointless oil painting of yellow oil seed rape under a runway sky took shape all through that cataclysmic summer. This photograph shows us bug-eyed, leaner, stunned by the usual cocktail of youth, synaptic, chemical, and also intrus, a little androgynous. Your high-up studio bedroom was a treehouse perched above dubious parental ground. We fled there daily, braced against the wind. Your studio bedroom or by some old domain wall in Seaford or in Castle Wellen our picture postcards south down days all passed in a haze of lust, while at night you parked by harbour walls, intent on the bulbous, crippling, virtually all grass joints rolled by a really anti-smoking friend. Such beauty spots. I felt my mind expand to a symphony of moonscapes, lilac skies, then one by one my little boats capsize. We were that old story. We were madly in love. We might have been locked up or married off in another age and, of course, totally doomed. At the point where the domed sky, a bell jar, swept down to the sea, my raptures had contracted chronically to a tight high thrum of terror and some were out there on the burnished mirror with the disappearing heels of Icarus. Love, what became of us who weren't the worst? with uniform bobbed hair, twin slouches, who could like cropped heather, walks, rained up at lakes, as well as AR-90 audio tapes and the whimsical tones of bands based in the Catskills. Sometimes I almost hear it still, under the white fuzz, constant, virtual, diffuse of daily meh. Like the radio signal left on some old transmitter, blindly sending and resending, the faint, persistent hum of the first real thing. I wrote this poem in a car in the passenger seat travelling from Belfast to Conceal. I mean, I never write on paper ever to the very, very last minute. I usually, I'm usually moving, often walking around and I will memorise it in my head. And in this case... I had um, been writing in these very elaborate rhyme schemes. I never think about how I'm, what I'm going to write about. I think how I'm going to write about it. So I've been writing in these rhyme schemes, which were, you know, quite kind of um, difficult to keep doing. Um, they tended to be quite long. Everything was getting really long, and I thought it would be funny to have a kind of slapdash, haphazard rhyming element to it, which is another kind of analog technology. There's not a lot of rhyme around anymore, and rhyme is a kind of little technology and. I thought that would be fun and it was a way of being memorable to me as well or memorising it as I wrote it and so then I wrote it in the car and I think I probably quite quickly got an idea that the ending would would have that would have the ending it does and then I sat down and wrote it when I arrived 
Well, um, it's in ten nine stanzas, um, but there's no even rhythm or, or line length within that stanza. So this, although it is a ten line stanzas, and it's sort of roughly, I guess, A, A, B, B, C, C, D, D, E, E. The rhymes are like very, 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 like only notionally rhymes, like rape and shape is the first one. That is the rhyme. Summer leaner. Okay. Cocktail chemical. All right. Androgynous and treehouse. That probably does actually rhyme. Ground and wind. Half rhymes. And then domain, castle well and past lust. I quite like that one. I remember thinking I like that. <laughs> um, and then intent, joints, friend, expand, skies, capsize. So, so, you know what I mean? Like, so it's kind of two lines that rhyme another two another two another two but the lines are all really uneven and I was very deliberately conscious of trying to let the sense dictate the poem so I, I had the rhymes kind of in my head I just tried to hit them while also telling the story and in this case I really was telling the story of me and my first boyfriend whose name is Gavin and to whom I did send this poem it should be said I did send this to him and he said I don't know I never he kept it it's very funny because we were talking again recently and we kept kind of changing the details like, I never used acrylic and they were always oil painting and things like that none of you should tell people about the smoking weed (laughs) that kind of thing but um (laughs) so there was a real person to whom I did actually send it but mainly I was just trying to tell the story of when you first fall in love and it being being quite a big deal even if it is not to last as that indeed was the case (laughs) Yeah, I was very conscious of trying to write a kind of, um, not quite portrait of the artist as a young woman, but, de- you know, I definitely was aware of a kind of um, ambition toward about this. And, of course, um, Icarus, you know, plunging into the to the sea as a kind of image of something in full flight which has been shot down. I mean, just kind of as an idea of psychic, not collapse, but some sort of difficulty. I mean, I, this is within the context of, you know, being 18 and kind of, there's sort of elements of mental distress actually in in the descriptions of what I'm describing, but a sense of kind of something something kind of going a bit awry mentally at the time as well. And I think I tried to kind of put that in a few of the other poems. It kind of touches touch, I touch quite a lot on issues of mental going awryness. Anyway, something falling, something feeling, and dreams sort of coming crashing down, or like Icarus having melted his whatever waxy wings falling into the sea. Some of the things I would suggest you listen out for would be the hilarious rhyme and to see whether you can hear it uh, in successive lines. Um, Maybe perhaps the idea of technologies of different kinds and the contrast of, I don't know, kind of old, what nice sort of nostalgically retro technological age, pre-digital with references to maybe a more digital world that we inhabit now. And maybe just a little bit of South Down uh, geography, some recommendations for places to visit. Field of yellow flowers with airplane and standing figure. Poem for Gavin, turning 40. Your pointless oil painting of yellow oilseed rape under a runway sky took shape all through that cataclysmic summer. This photograph shows us bug-eyed, leaner, stunned by the usual cocktail of youth, synaptic, chemical, 
and also, in truth, a little androgynous. Your high-up studio bedroom was a treehouse perched above dubious parental ground. We fled there daily, braced against the wind. Your studio bedroom or by some old domain wall in Seaford or in Castle Wellen, our picture postcard south down days all passed in a haze of lust, while at night you parked by harbour walls intent on the bulbous, crippling, virtually all grass joints rolled by a really anti-smoking friend. Such beauty spots. I felt my mind expand to a symphony of moonscapes, lilac skies, then one by one my little boats capsize. We were that old story. We were madly in love. We might have been locked up or married off in another age and, of course, totally doomed. At the point where the domed sky, a bell jar, swept down to the sea, my raptures had contracted chronically to a tight high thrum of terror, and some were out there on the burnished mirror with the disappearing heels of Icarus. Love, what became of us, who weren't the worst, with uniform bobbed hair, twin slouches, who could like cropped heather, walks, rain-dappled lakes, as well as AR90 audio tapes and the whimsical tones of bands based in the Catskills. Sometimes I almost hear it still, under the white fuzz, constant, virtual, diffuse of daily meh. Like the radio signal left on some old transmitter, blindly sending and resending, the faint, persistent hum of the first real thing. Thank you for listening to the Fingal Poetry Festival podcast. Subscribe now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to spread the word. Send a message in a bottle. Tell your friends down the pub or write to us on Twitter at Fingal Poetry. In fact, we'd be delighted if you wrote a tweet-sized poem about how much you love the podcast. Don't forget to tag us in the tweet. These podcasts were made with the support of funding provided by the Arts Council of Ireland's Capacity Building Support Scheme. The Fingal Poetry Festival takes place between September 15th to 18th. Tickets can be purchased at fingalpoetryfestival.com and at the door. Fingal Poetry Festival is kindly supported by the Arts Council of Ireland, Fingal County Council, Forest Naguelga, Poetry Ireland, Laureate Nanog, Fingal Libraries, Lower Poshti Erin, Children's Books Ireland, and RTE Supporting the Arts. Our poetry prizes were sponsored by DHL Global Forwarding and the Progressive Credit Union. Thank you for listening. See you next time.